This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. It's Obehave with Arden Moore. This show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Now, you might want to buckle up and prepare for quite a wild ride for your ears and your soul. That's because our guest is a talented journalist and advice columnist. She took her dog on a one-of-a-kind road trip, her dog admission, to ask women, what do we need men for? The answers are in her new book by the same title. So everyone give pause and applause to the author of the book and well-known advice columnist, Ask E. Jean, that appears in Elle magazine. Yep, the one, the only, E. Jean Carroll. Welcome to the show, E. Jean. Pardon, you give a better introduction than okay. anybody I know. Oh. I'm ready to stand up and start waving pom-poms, just listening to you. Just, I'll take pom-poms. Send it down. Hey, guys. So, right, so, I have a question. Sure. What is Kona? I know Buzo is a Baronese mountain dog. What is Kona? Kona is my pet safety dog who we think is a cross between a Jack Russell Terrier and a Portuguese Padango. How's that? Now, I've heard you say that. What is that? What is that? A Portuguese Padango comes from the country of Portugal, and they look kind of like uh, Jack Russell's, but they're a little scruffier. And longer in the leg, but you know she's not telling us, so that's the mystery. But oh, I will not, tell you, no, not. no, she's not. But I will say this, guys: we're going to find out the mystery behind the book. What do we need men for? And a little bit about her adventures with her dog, with a great name, Lewis Carroll. Right after we take <laughs> this commercial break, so sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. For furry ones, actually, sit and stay. All Behave will be right back. Hey, it's me again. Yep, Arden Moore, host of the All Behave show, doing this commercial. You know what I love? I love my cats. I love pet safety cat Casey. I love my sweet Mikey. And I love one-eyed Morty. Each one has their unique personality. Casey's a pet safety cat and teaches pet first aid. Mikey loves to lounge on the couch and purr in your lap. And one-eyed Morty, he's just a purr, purr, purr machine. Now, you know what I don't love? Cleaning up the litter for Casey, Mikey, and Morty, which is why Arm & Hammer created new cloud control litter. There's no cloud of nasties now when I scoop. It's 100% dust-free. It's free of heavy perfumes, and it reduces airborne dander from scooping. Yahoo! So, what happens in the litter box stays in the litter box. New cloud control cat litter by Arm & Hammer. More power to you. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. 
Obehave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Obehave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. And this time with a hashtag MeToo movement, there comes a timely book by our special guest today. You know her as the go-to advice columnist in Elle magazine. Yep, she's in the house. And uh, <laughs> she and her dog went on this amazing trip. I think they logged 4,099 miles, if I'm correct, across country. Yes. And the book, which you need to get your paws on, is called What Do We Need Men For? Hey, E. Jean Carroll, welcome to the show. Arden, I couldn't wait to meet you. Thank you for having me on. And hello, well, Kona. Kona. I have a I have a little dog named Cleo who's 17 years young who's a retired rocking surf dog from California. So we got small, medium, and large in our house. Cleo, she can't hear you right now. She's a little hard of hearing, but she kind of opened her eyes just now. She goes, "Oh, that was E. Jean." Okay, for her, I lost my head. Now, E. Jean, I got to ask you this question. You know, when you say want to go for most dogs. They're all raring to go, even if it's a short trip to the veterinary office or, like you did, cross-country. I just wanted to ask you, what motivated you to have Lewis Carroll, your dog, join you and hop in your Prius and go to a bunch of cities and have these unfiltered, no-holds-bar conversation with women about men? Well, what I write, as you've mentioned, the Ask Eugene column in L, and I've been writing it, Arden, for 26 years. Nice. And for 26 years, and this comes as no surprise to you because you're also a writer and a reporter, for 26 years, women have been writing me questions about their love affairs, about their careers, about their pets, about their children, about, you know, their sex lives, about <laughs> their friends. And there's always a moment in every single letter where the cause of their problem is revealed, and that causes men. So I thought, I got tired of telling women how to get rid of them and find a better one. And I just decided one day to get in the car and find out what we really needed men for. Because Arden, I had an idea. I just wanted to get rid of them. I just wanted to get rid of them because I thought they were causing a lot of problems. But first, I had to find out if we needed men for anything. So Lewis, Lewis and I got in the car and went to towns named after women. That's right. So give us a few examples. Give us a few of the places you stopped. Your book's got 12 chapters. I think it's written based on each location. Okay. Went to places like Tallulah, Louisiana. There you go. And Cynthiana, Indiana. And Marysville, Ohio. And Mariana, Arkansas. These towns are so fabulous, Arden. Well, you know, you've gone lots of road trips according to your podcast. I mean, you're constantly going places and your fans want to see you. And Lewis would get in the car Mm -hmm. and we would drive into one of these little screen door towns and it was very easy to talk to people because all I had to do is get out of the car. Lewis would hop out. He's a big creamsicle colored poodle and I had dyed the top of his head electric (laughs) blue. He wore a ruff of ribbons, multi-cut red, blue, purple, green ribbons around his neck like the 17th century ruffs that, remember, men wore? 
in the oh, back of the yeah. day. Yeah, but um, isn't that, wasn't yeah. that the, I think you called that the anti-bird killer collar? Yes, that's on my cat. Oh, that's on your cat. We'll talk about him in a minute. Sorry. Sorry, Lewis. All I had to do, Arden, was get out of the car and people would come over because Lewis was so dynamic and so in and they'd come over and that and then I would spring the question on them. What do we need men for? There you so go. So it was see, a dog is a way to make friends. Oh really? yeah. Yeah. Right, Arden? Well, when instead of being a babe magnet, he had animal magnetism. <laughs> Exactly right. <laughs> no, animal magnets. That's exactly right. Yeah. Oh my god! If any of your listeners, if any young women, old women, any kind age woman, I want to meet a nice chap, go on and walk your dog. That's how you meet, you know, really nice people. That's and right. If you're a man listening to this, the littler the dog you're walking, the more the women will be attracted. Right. Real men love little dogs. The purse my rides. Yes. All right. That's it. Yeah, so I think you're right. I think if, if men, if the man likes cats or little dogs, they're very confident yeah. in their, their manhood, right? Yeah. Arden, why do, why do you think that? Isn't that funny? We both agree on that. A well, man walking. Uh, yep. Well, I think you got something there. I, I mean, you and I, we know all the answers to all the world's problems. I'm, I am certainly no <laughs> advice columnist, but just in my yeah. experience, just interacting with people, it's kind of like what they refer to with uh, the Porsches and the other little car, you know, what they say about the size of the Porsche and the male anatomy. Yes. Maybe yes. little dogs really do a wonderful thing for men securing their manhood. I think you've nailed it. And I That's said, it. We, we yes, just, we're we're going to get a Pulitzer for this. I know it, right? No, uh-oh, <laughs> and plus, you know, the, you know, the Kinsey Institute is going to be calling you immediately. <laughs> Say, my God, Arden Moore, we knew you were an expert on everything about dogs and cats, but who knew you were a sex columnist? Too? Well, uh, that, that would be oh, highly, think, highly debated. I would, I'm sure with all my people in my life, they would highly debate that one. But getting back to your book, which is kind of a cool thing, you've got to go on a journey. And I want to ask you, why did you name your dog Lewis Carroll? Well, for obvious reasons. My right. name is E. Jean Carroll. Right. And uh, he was Lewis Carroll. He had sort of a fairy tale life. He was born in one of those horrible, horrible puppy mills. And he was sold to his first owner as a toy poodle. Oh, jeez. And then he grew, grew, grew. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he was given back. And so this, this puppy mill sold him next. As a miniature poodle. Oh, gee. And he was given back and was about, as we know, was about to be destroyed. And I swooped in and rescued him. He grew up to be 64 pounds. Wow. Big, big, gorgeous standard poodle. Nice. And, uh, nice. Now, with that, know, so I just want to get an image here because you went on this nearly 4,100-mile trek right. with a 64-pound dog in a Prius. Yeah, and the Prius had blue polka dots. <laughs> oh, of course, so you could find it in the parking lot because everybody has a Prius. And what was great is uh, I ran into a bad mechanic on the road and, you know, lost my brakes. And the car had to be put on one of those trucks and moved and oh. we had to go 30 miles. And get, Lewis got to ride in the Prius on the back of the truck with his head out the window. He was <laughs> in heaven. He was in heaven because he was so high. He yeah. was like, this is the best. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah. Where do your dogs ride? Your dogs ride in the back seat, right? 
Yep, yep. They they've got their own little harnesses and seatbelt tethers, and uh, we took uh, two bath rugs. Thanks to my sister-in-law, shout out Jill James. She's a seamstress, and she put them together so they go across oh. the bench, and so they got something comfortable and they don't ruin my seat. And we travel that way. And Kona actually fits in a little. Well, she's 35, 40 pounds, so she pops in a orthopedic bed and big bad, not bad, but big sweet bujo, my big black mountain. She sits next to Kona in the back seat and they tell me when to put my turn signal on and you know, uh oh, there, there's a Petco or a PetSmart. We got to check. You know, no, they're actually very, very good in the back seat, and that's for me the safest place because of airbags and all that. And I'm known as the pet health well, and safety yeah. coach, so I can't be putting my dog in the front seat. So I get snark on right. social media. Martin, so, I am enchanted with the bath rug idea. Yeah, that it works. Is mm-hmm. a real breakthrough. Well, it's it's credit to Jill James. There you go. I give credit where credit's due because I can't sew. I keep you in stitches on my show, but I cannot. I cannot sew. <laughs> so I want to talk to you a little bit because I didn't realize this, but you and I are a couple of Hoosiers. Did you know Get that? Out. Oh, Get out. Yeah. Now, you're, we're going to be happy until I tell you the final thing. First of all, I was born in Crown Point, Indiana, which is the home where Dillinger used soap, carved it into a gun, and escaped from our inescapable jail. Yes, that's right, John Dillinger. (laughs) That's it. I know that story. Then he was shot in front of the Chicago Theater, right? That's right. That's uh, right. John Dillinger, he was so good looking. Have you ever seen pictures of him? Oh, yeah, he was. He was. I wonder if he had a little dog. He strikes me as an Indiana farm boy who would have a nice farm dog. Yep, I think so. Yeah, we don't need to make him feel like a hero. We won't make him a hero. But you you mentioned you went to Indiana University and you were Miss Cheerleader. Tell me the right title. Well, you're talking to royalty. I know, and I'm very Uh, honored. That's why I'm stumbling. I know. This is just, I get about as royal as you can get. Miss (laughs) Indiana University. Nice. And then my school, this is back in the day. This is back before ESPN. If you're (laughs) listening all right. And even picture a world without ESPN. And they had something called the Miss Cheerleader USA contest. Nice. Where every university would nominate, you know, their cheerleaders. And there was a big contest. And I happened to win. Nice. So I was Miss Cheer. Isn't that nice? Yeah. yeah. You have, hey, you you're, have you're, cheerleaders on your show. Well, yeah, but no, nobody of your stature. So, I mean, we had to work our way up to you. How's that? I mean, I guess you even met LBJ in the Rose Garden, right? You read the book? Dang it. Dang it. What? Let me stop. Most hosts don't yeah, even know no. the, uh, the guest on the show. There you go. That's why we've been on the air 10 years. I can't believe it. This is why you, you read the book. I feel like I should call Nora O'Donnell on the CBS News and get this as a headline. Really? <laughs> Podcast and famous person actually reads book. Oh Lewis, Lewis right. ate Rachel Ray dog food, and you had to do food with a woman's name in it. Amy's organic cheddar cheese bean and rice burrito mix on the road. I can only imagine what oh. that Prius smelled like. Here's the thing. <laughs> that was the rule. We only went to town right. after women. I only wore clothes <laughs> designed by women. I only listened to songs sung by women. I only read books by women. Wow. Lewis only ate. Rachel Ray Dawson, <laughs> which she loves, by the way. Well, she she's been on her. our show. She's a great gal. I like her. She's been on our show. Isn't she fan? Oh, she's doing good work, too, with getting the adoption. So yep. shout out to Rachel Ray. So and he loves her food. 
And and then I only ate in cafes named after women or food <laughs> named okay. after women. And I cheated because I don't know. Let me let me ask you, Arden. What? I because I stayed in pet friendly hotels, which you talked about on your show. Right. And it's always fun because they generally put you in one area. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, we all go out and yammer to each other with our dogs. It's sort of fun. Oh, um, yeah. I've always got him an egg every morning. Do you think that's bad or good? Well, as long as the egg was cooked, yes. But I don't want salmonella okay. on the highway going. You know what happens if you're going 65 <laughs> miles an hour and your dog has the... <laughs> It's not a fun thing. Because we're just talking about vomit, I think that's a great time for me to take a quick commercial break. So, guys, we're speaking with the advice columnist in Elle magazine. We're talking, of course, about E. Jean Carroll. And she has a book you got to get your paws on. It's called What Do We Need Men For? A Modest Proposal. It's by St. Martin's Press. They put it out. It just came out. It's timely with the Me Too movement. But we're going to find out more after we pay for the show by taking this quick commercial break. So sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. Pause up, everybody. This is your host, Arden Moore. And guess what? I wear different collars in the pet world. I am also a master instructor in pet first aid and CPR. And I have some great news for all you. Safety is one of the best skills you can learn for pets that you have and those that you care for from other people. That's why I'm excited to let you know we now have a two-day online interactive pet first aid instructor program. Yep, I have teamed up with Pro Pet Hero and I am your instructor. We use Zoom technology, which is great. So you can be wherever you are in North America. I can tap into you and we have a class of up to six people at a time for two days and we teach you all the veterinary approved hands-on skills to become a pet first aid and CPR instructor. To learn more, please go to Pro Pet hero.com this is your chance to be your pet's best health ally let's talk pets let's talk pets on pet life radio pet life radio pet life radio hey everybody i'm rachel ray and you're listening to ob hey with arden mark on pet life radio we're back from the lot just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box the letterbox that is now back to obehave here's arden welcome back to the obehave show on pet life radio i'm your host arden moore hey guys you're in for a treat you have not one but two hoosiers in the house years ago i was born in crown point indiana and i think you spent a lot of time in fort wayne is that right i know you were born in detroit but you kind of more more indiana raised fort wayne yeah I recognized your accent when I started listening, but I never really, you never mentioned this in any of your biographies that you're an Indiana Hoosier. You don't. There's, you there's don't might really, be a reason, you know. <laughs> well, now you're in Texas, for God's sake. Well, I, I, any- I, I know. I'm a one step ahead of the law. No, I, I was raised in Crown Point, Indiana. <laughs> I played the glockenspiel in band. Nobody's, there's no career demand for oh. that. And I worked at newspapers, went down to South Florida. And uh, then I went up to Prevention Magazine in Emmaus, Pennsylvania, and spent 15 years in Southern California. 
And uh, because of family reasons, I gave up the ocean to be deep in the heart of Dallas. And actually, weather aside, it's not so bad. Uh, I don't really talk politics much. I'm, I'm more of a non-partisan Good. kind of person. But the yeah. state is more purple, I guess. And I'm just very grateful because I've met a lot of nice people from different backgrounds. And you can get anywhere in the United States in three hours from the DFW. You know, I heard that. A lot of television people like uh, to be in Texas uh, because they can fly to L.A. or New York. It's about the same difference. Is right. And, true? Yeah. And you're, yeah. And you're only got a one or two hour uh, time difference versus when you're in California and you're watching the Super Bowl while you're eating your breakfast cereal, you know. So <laughs> and you as a reporter have covered the Super Bowl. Do I remember that correctly? Or is that am yes, I way you, off? you are doing your damn homework. This is a show for you, though. I'm your host. You're the guest. You're yeah, the but gal. You, interested, you interest me. You interest me, Arden. You well, thank interest you. me because uh, you've made me here. You are a very big deal podcaster with I think you've been. Again, you're in the finals for the best podcast in the best podcast. Say that three uh, times fast. You, you can do right? it. Come on. Yeah, Oprah. Somebody named Oprah. To... But that's okay. Oh. We still haven't landed her on the show. So if you have any clout, this is the time we will get well, her she's on. She's got 15 dogs. She's got 15 I dogs, know. Right? She's probably feeding them right now, so she doesn't have time. She's. Uh, what was your first dog? My first dog was this black scrawny dog named Nikki. And we grew up in Hermit's uh-huh. Lake in Crown Point, Indiana. So Nikki was our dog. Uh-huh. And I had this really old cowboy hat that I would never take off, my mom said, except to put it on <laughs> Nikki, which is probably why we both uh-huh. got bug hair. Um, so <laughs> we both, I was Maybe like five years old. Maybe why you ended up in Texas. <laughs> That's why you're in Texas. You so Nikki we both got to have our head, head shaved because whatever bug yeah, stuff we got exactly. in. So, yeah, like yeah. everyone in Texas, apparently you all have the hat hair, so it's okay. Yeah. It works. Yeah, but it I don't works. wear hats. I don't wear hats now. But but the other thing we have a connection is uh, you went to IU, but forgive me, I went to Purdue. No. Yep. All right. I guess I, the, this so is the I end of our show that. now. Goodbye. No, just kidding. People don't understand. I IU and Purdue has the fiercest, fiercest oh, yeah. competition. And See, that's why I waited until I had you on the after the commercial break to even announce that to you. I wasn't going to yeah. lose my guest. Oh my God! You know I hate you know when vagina tea fireball hears that my cat I'm looking right at her she's eating and I'm sorry that she's going to hear that because she you know how she may vomit up what she's eating yeah Andy Arden well it was what it was back in the day but let's talk I mean we we heard a little bit about Lewis Carroll and what a great blue-haired poodle let's talk about that beautiful cat that stayed at home and kept the home fires I hope not burning or scratched the beautiful she my mother was on her deathbed Arden her deathbed she was up 98 great years on the planet Nice. We only had a few hours left. My sister, Barbie, and I were at her deathbed, and her last words to me were, Kitty, promise me you won't take Kitty Carol. And I said, Ma, I promise I won't take Kitty Carol. I said, promise you won't take Kitty Carol. I said, Ma, I promise, <laughs> I promise I won't take Kitty Carol. Well... You took Kitty. Kitty Carol went to my mother's best friend, Yvonne. Right. And after Kitty Carol spent six weeks with Yvonne, Yvonne found Kitty Carol and she had a disagreement. And the disagreement was 
where Kitty Carroll was supposed to go to the toilet. Oh. Now, Vaughn thought that Kitty Carroll should go in the litter box, and Kitty Carroll thought <laughs> she should use Vaughn's <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I ended up with Kitty Carroll. And so my mother will never find out. Oh, she, you know, they have podcasts in heaven. Come on. She's listening right now. I, I'm afraid. So I've changed the Kitty Carol's name. I changed <laughs> the Kitty Carol's name. Did you go into the feline witness protection program? Well, she is. Yes, she's in the feline. You can use it. You're in the feline. <laughs> she goes, okay, so then we I can talk to her. Even though she went to Purdue. All right. That was good. She saved me. All right. So I think, uh, so tell everybody and, and really say, oh my God, say the name of your cat. And I hope your kitty never gets out of your house and you have to walk down the street and call her name. Go ahead. Vagina T Fireball. Where did you get that name? Because she just, she told her to me. She told okay. me. My sister flew, put her in a cat car and flew her from Bloomington, Indiana to uh -huh. New York. Wow. And brought me, the reason my mother didn't want me to take Kitty Carol was because my mother was visiting and she saw a bear in my yard. So oh. she thought the bear would eat Kitty Carol. That's why she didn't want her. So well, I got let's tell mom now that VTF or whatever witness <laughs> protection name uh, your cat goes under is probably a very lucky kitty to be with you. She loves it here. She goes in and out. She just is, and she wears an anti-bird killing collar. <laughs> That's the one. Okay, so for our listeners, because this isn't TV, describe what, I'm just going to call her VTF wears. Yeah, yeah, VTF. Well, okay. in my neck of the woods, I live in the mountains, there are a lot of songbirds who come in the yard, and VTF stalks <laughs> them. And she's oh. very good at it. Right. So to save the songbird, she wears a collar with like five colored, different <laughs> colored ribbons on it, right? Right. It's like a tutu, right? So the songbirds can see her. And Arden, since the moment she started wearing that, she has not killed one bird. Not No, one, but she's not died one. of embarrassment. Come on. She's <laughs> like, I'm a hunter. And all the birds are going, yeah, right. <laughs> Check it out, guys. Hey, you mockingbirds, check this one out. So that's okay. That was. I'm so glad that the birds are safe in your, your mount area. And you know what? And VTF gets to still pretend to be a hunter, which is. Yeah, no, she stalks like crazy, just like crazy, and they can see her coming a mile away. That's how, yes. I suggest this for all your, everybody who lets their cat outside. It's a really nice way to protect the bird population. And also, she's not as quick at getting mice. Now, so two species are being safe from there you uh, go. VTS. There so, we go. Yeah. All right. Great. So let's talk a little. We know what inspired you to write the book. What would be a couple of uh, messages based on this 4,100-mile trek, going to cities named after women and drinking wine with women? I guess you did a lot of skinny margaritas, too, probably. I think that's a, yeah. a woman's. Yes. We did. I had, oh. yes, getting my margaritas, yes. So it's good that you had your canine companion with you. You know, oh. what would you say are a couple things that might surprise people of what you found in doing research and asking people from the title of your book, what do we need men for? What would be a couple of gems you could share with our listeners? Well, the main gem I could share with our listeners is I loved traveling with Lewis Carroll. He's Good. the man. And can I give you my <laughs> list of why? May sure. I give you my list of why? Sure. 
he didn't change the song on yep. the radio. Excellent. He didn't forget his phone charger <laughs> and make me turn around and drive 14 miles back right to the motel to pick it up. He didn't drop his credit card between the seats, right? He right. didn't go off his gourd when a spider dropped down from the top of the car, right? Yikes. He didn't, and you've mentioned this before on your show, he didn't argue about directions. Right. He didn't cut in line at Dairy Queen. He didn't beg me to stop at historical markers for dead <laughs> white men. He didn't, in, right? He didn't yeah. <laughs> Instagram a photo of me when I had to stop and squat behind a bush. Didn't Instagram <laughs> that photo. And our, he didn't party in the back seat until after two o'clock in the afternoon. All right. That's a good so, gentleman. That's a gentleman. He's a good man. And I yeah. found as I went across the country that women really, really like men. We That's just good. don't need them to run everything. Good, good. I like that. Right. So now, and I will ask one political question because this is not a politics. Yeah. But there's like 3,000 candidates on the Democratic Party running for president. And some of them are chicks. <laughs> So we actually live in an era where we can find more than one person that, like your cat, yeah. BTF, has a V that's running for office. What do you think of that? I couldn't be more excited. I think we have very strong female candidates. Of course, I thought we had a great female run for president in 2016. I thought Hillary was great. And I think uh, Elizabeth is fantastic running this year. I think Kamala is fantastic. I'm uh, very, very excited about the women running for president. And Arden, let me ask you, aren't you sick of men running everything? <laughs> well, I'm going to be not, I'm going to be nonpartisan. I do see women in some roles that they didn't have an opportunity to have a decade ago. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm, I guess I'm a optimistic person, even though I was a investigative newspaper reporter, there's part of me that always has hope that the right person for the job is in the position. So I know that's Pollyanna. It's probably because I went to Purdue instead of IU. That that probably yeah. is a factor. Exactly why. <laughs> Purdue girls, really. Oh my God. Well, this is one thing I want to leave with before we go. And I love this, guys. This woman, you got to get this book. It's really good. And, and she also has a disclaimer so men can get the book and read it. You know, yeah. you're most invited. But you said something very strong. And you said, I have never met a damsel. Tell me. Finish strong with this. Oh, oh, you know, that was a shocking thing. Remember the damsel in distress stories we were all raised with? And yeah. these damsel in distress stories are seven or 8,000 years old. They go back to Homer. And before mm -hmm. Homer, the woman always has to be saved. And Arden, I never met a damsel. Every <laughs> woman I talked to. They were doing it. They were holding down two, three jobs. You know, they were supporting their families. They were starting out a new career. They felt optimistic. I never met a damsel. So things are looking really bright for America. I'm very, very upbeat about it. Well, I am too. And everybody, this is a couple of Hoosiers giving you good advice. And she is an advice yeah. columnist. I'm talking about E. Jean Carroll. Look for her column in Elle magazine and the book. Get your book. It's called What Do We Need Men For? It's an amazing, insightful tale with her and her dog, Lewis Carroll, 
logging more than 4,100 miles around the country, stopping in cities bearing the names of women. And each chapter has a real tale to tell you. I've had a great time. You're one of my most fun guests I've ever had on the show. And we're not even related. Oh, no, I think that we are. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure. This is just, I feel like I'm your sister or something. You yeah. Know, when you're down there in Texas, you know, I just may come down there and stop by one afternoon. Well, then you're going to meet the furry Brady Bunch because we got Bujo and Kona and Casey and Cleo and and Mikey and One-Eyed Mort. So, you know, come. We're oh a good God. group. I will be prepared. All Thank right, you, guys. Arden. We hope people get your book and take your good advice. And I have been honored to have you as a guest on my show, E. Jean. Thank you, Arden. And Vagina T is sending you a kiss. All right. VT, VTF. Well, hang on. VTF, you wear that collar when you go see those birdies and, and micees, okay? You promise? Raise your right paw and say, I, VTF, promise. <laughs> All right. I'm making sure. Thank you, the flesh. I love it. All right, and I and I want to also uh, thank my producer, Mark Winter. He is a dude, but he's a good dude. He has cats and dogs. He's a yes. good man. And uh, he is the executive producer of all the shows that are on Pet Life Radio. So take a listen to us. Wow. And until next time, I'm just saying to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there, all behave. Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.